Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today we have with us Dr. Louise Lunid. She is an entrepreneur, author, professor, and podcast host. Her writing and podcast go forth to heal, inspire, and elevate the minds and hearts of men and women all over the world. Her book, The Power of a Habit Can Control Your Destiny, is a phenomenal read. Dr. Lunid is the host of the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. The podcast is the first of its kind, devoting a whole show discussing effective morning routine tips and chatting with entrepreneurs and thought leaders in their appropriate fields on how their healthy morning habits have contributed to their success. Welcome to the show, Dr. Lunid. Thank you, Barbara. It's an honor and pleasure to be here with you today. Well, Louise is a very bubbly person, as you can see. But the first thing that I would like you to see, if you're looking at this through uh, video, is her decal that's behind her. Never miss an opportunity to market yourself. For those of you who are not seeing video, she has her whole wall is a decal with different colors and italics with the title of her show best morning routine ever love it <laughs> so louise tell us about your show yeah absolutely so the show is one of its of a kind it goes off to talk about morning routine tips but i don't go on there talking about my own morning routine tips i like talk to entrepreneurs and successful doctors and business leaders in their field to find out what they're doing in the morning that sets them apart because I strongly believe success leaves clues and why not learn it from those who've already blazed the trail. And so that's what the show is essentially about. We talk about our business, we talk about mindset, we talk about personal growth. And at the end of the show, I always ask my, my guests one question. How do you get up, dress up and show up? And it starts there and it talks about, you know, it gets personal because you go into their bedroom, you go into their, their, their sleeping mode and you, you get to talk about all these details and the little nuances that they do to actually prime themselves for the day. And that's why I'm looking forward to sharing with you some of the things they share with you. Well, that is extremely awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what are the nine actionable items in Hit Savers? Yes, Barbara, you're calling me on such a great day today because yesterday I got the approval from iOS, Apple iTunes, that the app has launched. Oh, yay! <laughs> yeah, I'm super thrilled. I have been collecting data for the past year and a half, right, since I started the show and talking to hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs. 
Well, I've captured nine actionable items that they do. And every entrepreneur covers a piece of this app to um, to actually um, set themselves up for success and find themselves for the day. And so the nine actionable items is a hit savers app. They are, each acronym stands for a habit. And I can briefly break it down for you. The first one, it's H and it's hydration. It's the power of drinking water first thing in the morning to replenish the body of um, toxins, build up overnight, but also the brain is 73% water. So we wake up parched and thirsty. So it's good to drink water first thing in the morning. That's hydration. That's H. I is for, you know, I am grateful. I am grateful for today. I am grateful for my life. I am grateful for the opportunity to have clean running water because I'm from a third world country and it's not always accessible, right? I am grateful for my family. I am grateful for this home. Just the tiny things you find to be grateful for kind of breeds more things to um, find gratitude for throughout the day. It's powerful. Attitude of gratitude will like elevate your altitude is what I like to say. It will like take you to a different level. I agree with you completely there because I'll tell you, you know, gratitude and being grateful really takes you from a feeling of negativity to being happy about and appreciative of everything you have. And it really makes you look around and see really how fortunate you are because no matter how deprived you may be, you have something, whether it's just you know, like cheerfulness or the love of friends or family. You know, it doesn't have to be anything that is tangible. For me, what I found turned my life around is when I lost a spouse and I was like in the pit of despair and depression, which, you know, a person has to do when love is involved in order yeah. to, you know, get through to the other side. But you what enabled me... Exactly. But what enabled me to become human again was, you know, the gratitude, the gratitude that I had for the time that we had together. So I, I so appreciate what you're saying. Oh, I love that you share this with me because it really brings it home. Because even in your deepest despair, you can actually get to that place where you can access the process way to heal yourself. Is, is constantly saying those, grat those gratitude, the things, listing the things that you're grateful for. So thank you for sharing that because you are absolutely correct. Even in your worst time, the darkest hour, say something you're grateful for and see what happens. It's magical. So let's jump right up to um, the hit. Yeah. T. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> staying with me. <laughs> T stands for time's up. Get your hiney out of bed and make it. <laughs> in the literal sense, Barbara, it literally means get up, make your bed. Why? If you've done, you accomplish your first task of the day. It will breed more productivity. And also, you have a clean bed to go into at the end of the night. When the, the, the hectic of the day is over, you walk into your room, it's made. You feel like a king and a queen going into bed because, you're, you're, again, you're setting the tone for the next morning. So it really is a full circle. So making your bed and also making your bed um, increases your willpower. I was reading the book by Keller that talked about willpower is not out our will. It's not at our banking call. You can't call on it whenever you want. You cannot have willpower whenever you need. If you imagine like trying to lose weight and you have the cookie on the counter for the kids look good. But in the morning, you're like, you know what? Strong willpower. I don't need that. I'm okay. I'm just going to grab an apple instead. 
So willpower doodles down at the end of the day. So at 2 p.m., that cookie on the counter is looking mighty good right now because you don't have your willpower is not as strong anymore, but it is effective. It is the strongest in the morning. So when you make your bed, you're actually boosting that willpower so you can have more of it throughout the day. It's imperative. It's so crucial and it does wonders. Just making your bed, as simple as that. The next one is S, savers. It's silence. And it's the act of being silent and practicing meditation. And I cannot tell you the power of meditation, Barbara. You know this. It really is a way to calm your mind down. I call, I say to, we have ants, automated negative thoughts. That one rents it in our mind. That 24-7 going negative thoughts, negative thoughts. And that's just simply how we've been programmed. And that's just society. Like we've been, we're socially constructed in that way. That's okay. But we do have to be mindful of how to change them. In meditation, and, I, and affirmation is another one that's coming up, but meditation is really the start of it. And just simply quieting the mind, not eliminating your thoughts, not saying I shouldn't be thinking of this, but observing your thoughts. Because we are a being. We, we are supposed to be observing the thoughts. We are not them. We're not the thoughts. We're observing them as they come along. So deep breaths and actually being silent for one minute. The beauty of this is you can do each of these items a minute. In nine minutes, you could do it. So if it's nine minutes of one minute of silence and taking a deep breath, that will help with the meditation and calming down your heart and in improving your serotonin and levels so you're happier. I mean, it, the list goes on. So that's the S. The A is affirmation. I am blessed. I am divinely happy. I am confident. I am beautiful. I am a great communicator versus I suck. Today's going to be the worst day ever. Like you're the worst. Or just like being mindful again of what that those ants, right? Those negative thoughts that just come up constantly because we are operating at 95% in the habitual mind. That is the subconscious mind. That is the programming mind. And that's the case because the brain finds a way to solve our problems. The brain finds a way to automate our processes or anything that we learn, like driving a car, right? The first month of learning, we were vigilant, hands on the wheel, looking at all four mirrors. But after two months of getting our license, where it's a one hand, we're drinking water as we drive. Some of us are putting a mascara on. That learning, that habit has moved, has become automatic and moved from the conscious mind to the subconscious mind. And that's what I mean by relieving the 95% um, of the brain in the habitual mind because it's helping us maneuver through life faster, quicker, and more efficiently. However, there are some things back there that don't serve us anymore, that don't belong, and we have to be vigilant and we have to be cognizant on, on changing them. And so that's what affirmation comes in. And entrepreneurs live by them. So wait to, to, to shift the um, state of mind that you are. Because sooner or later, anything you put after the word I am, you will become. Because thoughts become things. You know, they, they become your, your reality. So have affirmations on a daily basis is very good. Like for me personally, when I was working on my self-value and my self-worth, I would listen to 15 minutes of affirmations in the morning that says, I am worthy. I am good enough. Little things like that. You know, um, there is no competition. My talent is rare. It's different. It's unique to me. And so instead of saying, you know, anything that will belittle me and my self-value. Well, you know, that's so crucial because there's certainly enough people in all of our worlds who would be only too happy to bring us down. 
Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's important that, you know, what you say has no power over me because I know what I'm worth. And you got to build that power. You got to know what you're worth. You got to instill it in your brain, right? You got to, it's almost a transformation that has to take place. You have to reprogram the brain. Reprogram the mind. Absolutely. And that's why I don't give power to the cookies because (laughs) the ones on the counter, which are not on my counter because I don't know that I'd have so much power during the day. But when I go shopping, I deliberately do not avoid the cookie aisle. I go down the cookie aisle and look each one in the eye, point at it and go, no, no, you're not coming home with me. No, not today. I, feel so, I feel so much better because <laughs> I did not give them power. It, that's a fascinating thing you say. And it's, it's about relinquishing our power. That's the first mistake we make. We think we don't have it to begin with. And then we give it away. We give it away to something objective like cookies. We give it away to other people when they say that the point you made earlier, when you say somebody can say something negative about you, they're going to, but are you going to let that seep in and like drill into your soul and then and, and, and you unconsciously start behaving in ways to prove them right? Unfortunately, there are so many people that do. I do. I'm guilty as well. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're not perfect. And that's why the, the, the morning routine is crucial. And that's why the, the affirmations come in to actually help with that. Because not every day you're going to wake up 100%. I got to tell you that. Even you and I, who are entrepreneurs, businesswomen, who are in this game of like developing a mindset and growth mindset, do you wake up every day 100%? Well, actually, I'm a morning person, so don't hate me for that. But, <laughs> but morning, when the sun rises, is my time to shine. You know, I love the mornings, and that's my best time of day. Yeah, you must be, uh, your, your, your chronotype must be um, what we call a lion. I don't know if you read the book of The Power of When. It talks about when you are most effective. And lions are too, usually the morning person, the morning individual. And I too am a lion. At 4.30 a.m., I'm up. And guess what? I'm so excited the rest of the world is still sleeping. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> when it's 9 a.m., everybody's like filing in, uh, rubbing their eyes and uh, stretching. I'm like, oh man, I got eight out, four hours of work already in now. It's, it's, it's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, so Barbara, let's go on. We're, we're having too much fun. Um, savers, we're in E, right? Savers, V, visionary. Visionary is visualization with a twist. And I love this because it's been pioneered years uh, thousands thousands of years ago but visioneering is not just visualizing your goal but it's essentially anchoring your goals with a positive emotion you know that that feeling that confidence and that requires faith that requires a lot of hope a lot of belief in, in in your ability to attain this goal because you have to believe that you've already received it you have to picture yourself, say a, it's something simple as you want a, a car, you know, they say visualize the make, the model, the inside, the way it smells and all that. Well, you do the same thing for your life goals and mission statement. What you are designing, created to do in this world. A lot of us are struggling with finding our purpose. What are we here for? How can we add value? Life has tasked us with the 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 
It's a task. We're tasked with the opportunity to add value to other people's lives. That's what we need to ask ourselves. How can, how can I help another person? And how can I add value to another person? And so that's our mission. That's everyone's mission. And so when we can visualize how we can do that, it becomes closer. It becomes more reachable. It becomes closer. It becomes more of a reality. And so visioneering really just uh, encompasses you know, closing your eyes and reliving a moment to make it easy. Reliving a moment that you had a great feeling, getting married, having kids, graduating, getting a pat on the back, be somebody saying congratulations. And you take that feeling with you to uh, your new goal. And that anchor, that positivity, that positive emotion actually brings you at a frequency that is closer to the goal. Powerful stuff. (laughs) Powerful, powerful stuff. That's visionary, visualizing um, your goal and being grateful and having gratitude towards it. And then we have E, exercising. Every entrepreneur gets up and they move the body. You can do it for one minute. You can do anything to get the blood flow going. And in one minute, you can do six, you can do 30 to 60 uh, push-ups or jumping jacks. Anything to get the heart rate up because that will give you more energy throughout the day. That will also wake you up too. So exercising, I like to run in the morning before I get my day going. And so I, as you are, I'm, I'm a morning person. If I don't do it, I'm more lethargic throughout the day. I'm more like dragging my, myself around versus this like uppity, <laughs> ready to go and tackle the day um, person that I am. I, I know for me also, you know, first thing in the morning, because even if I don't really feel like doing it that much, I have a little guy who wants to go for a walk. Yep. He's got his paws crossed. And he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's motivation right there. That's inspiration. Having a dog really helps you get going in the morning because they are on a time schedule. And so you have to get up with them and then do it. So that's, that's a good one to go with. So we have reading. Warren Buffett, read. He has a quote that says, I sit in my office and read all day. The men literally read all the time. Why not, why not copy what he's doing? Why not copy the entrepreneurs? I have entrepreneurs who sit and read half, half hour to an hour a day because you have to stimulate the mind. You have to grow because back to those ants, back to those negative thoughts. You have 90,000 thoughts a day and 95% of those are the same thoughts from yesterday. Isn't that scary? It is. Scary because you're not thinking anything new, which means you're not going to have a different day from yesterday. You're not going to accomplish a different result from yesterday. So just that fact alone tells you you need to read and learn something new so that you can get the neurons firing to actually give you different ideas. And that alone will help with, you know, being silent, quieting down the mind and shutting down social media because we don't spend enough time in the stillness, in the quietness or with ourselves. What is your favorite book? My favorite book is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. (laughs) I love that one too. (laughs) Yeah, it's phenomenal. And it talks about the thoughts too, just automated thoughts that we do get and how how to deal with them. The last one. By far, the most shocking to everyone, but entrepreneurs have come on the show and they tell me they take cold showers in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I incorporated that into my morning routine and my day is not the same unless I do it. What happens there? It wakes you up. Not only that, it burns fat. It burns um, brown fat that is like stored in your back. 
It helps burn fat and it increases your metabolism throughout the day. Athletes do it because of muscle recovery, right? People are dunking themselves into ice buckets for recovery, but it also helps with blood circulation. Tony Robbins does it every day. He goes to the sauna and then dunks himself into ice bucket um, cold every morning. And you know his energy level. You know the success level he's had. And that's part of his morning routine. So the last one, S, is for a cold shower. Make the last, at least the last 60 seconds ice cold. And so that's after you wash yourself, you rinse, wear warm water, comfortable, and then make yourself uncomfortable because out of that discomfort, you will be, it transcends to other areas of your life if you catch what I'm saying. It, it really transcends because you're being comfortable with being uncomfortable. That is the Hit Savers app. It launched today and it is live on the App Store and Google Play Store, but it is all part of the best morning routine. And I've collected the data from the entrepreneurs I've talked to, some of them really good friends of mine um, now, and they shared with me these secret tips and I wanted to, to get it out to the world. Well, good luck with that app. Thank you. I'm glad there's no M for makeup there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point, Barbara, because morning routines used to be about how do you get up, wash your face, brush your teeth, put on your makeup, do your hair. That was the external part of it, right? Morning routine now has taken a shift to what? how do you internalize? How do you internally take care of yourself so that you can have more productivity during the day? So you can have more energy throughout the day. So you can be better to your kids. So you can be better with these un difficult people at the office or in your co-working co space. How do you really dress up? That's what the dress up for is. How do you take care of you? What do you give yourself the first 10 minutes, the first hour of the day so that you prime yourself for the rest of it? Well, what you're pointing out is really so important. Yeah. How would you say the habit loop is a neurological loop that governs any habit? Yeah, yeah, very, very good question. So um, studies have done uh, been done around how how, how brain um, form habits. And there was a study in the 19, early 90s um, in MIT where they studied rats. They put rats in a maze and they put chocolate at the end of the maze. And so the rats in the first time um, smell got into the maze, started sniffing around, scratching, trying to get to the maze. And they, that was the first time doing it. And they eventually made it to the chocolate. But what ended up happening after over 200 times of doing this, towards the end, the, the, the less, the useless moving around and sniffing around stopped. Because now the brain has automated, not only just learned the, the, um, the maze, but automated the process so that they can get to the, maze, to the um, chocolate faster. Now, two things happen. Well, four, it's a four-step, but three things happen, right? There is a cue that triggers uh, a desire. That, that's the first part of the habit. That just create, uh, creates a desire, a craving. And then there's a routine. Once you get that craving, then the routine is formed. That's the action. That's what you'll do to, to get the reward. For the rat was the chocolate. So once you get the reward, you've satisfied. You've closed the loop, the habit loop. And a perfect example is I remember as a child, well, I, lived, I lived in Brooklyn, and then we lived on the second floor, but we would hear the ice cream truck coming on the corner. And you know the sound ice cream trucks make? Yes, I do. And an alert, already, that's the cue. I, the noise, the ice cream noise, the truck is the cue, and, our, and the craving now begins. I want, I, I want ice cream now. I did it before, but the noise um, 
triggered something. Now I want the uh, I want the ice cream. So now the routine is to find money and then actually walk myself down the stairs to get the ice cream. That's the act. That's the routine that follows the cue and the trigger. And then the reward is enjoying that ice cream in a, in a warm summer night. So, so which ice cream did you like the best? Vanilla. I'm a vanilla fan. I'm a vanilla, the swirly ones. I didn't buy the package stuff. I bought, I got the cone and then put the white vanilla in the cone for me. <laughs> Keeping it simple. What's your favorite? Sounds tasty. Well, when I was a kid, I liked the, the rocket pop that was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like mm-hmm. sorbet. Yeah. You know, the different <laughs> colors. Yeah. I just, I just found that very refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good flavor. <laughs> <laughs> so, Willpower, you know, it is an important habit and it helps us do better in all aspects of life. How can we strengthen our willpower? For sure. For sure. First step is to make your bed in the morning. You got to start what you finish. And what, let me elaborate a little bit of that. When you go to bed at night, you have a nightly routine. You brush your teeth, you put on your PJs, and then you get in, you probably drink a glass of water and you get into bed. Well, in the morning when you wake up, you don't, a lot of us, I didn't used to anyway, we don't finish the cycle of sleeping. The finishing of the cycle of sleeping is making up our, making our bed. And if you can finish what you start, it will increase your willpower long-term. There are about eight keystone habits, and I'll give you a few of them, that will transcend. They're like small wins that will give you uh, outlast benefits. Not just throughout your day, but throughout your life. And keystone habits, which goes into, which is alignment with willpower, which can increase your willpower, is the first one, making your bed, having a morning routine, eating dinner, family dinner, having family dinner, planning out your day, exercising, and tracking what you eat. When you, when you can measure what you're eating, you, you, can, you, can, you can track it, you can measure it, right? And so those are a few of the things that you can do to increase just, just by living, essentially, right? Having family dinner, simple enough, that will increase your, um, your willpower and also making the, your bed, just things that you got to do on a daily basis. It's not, we're not reinventing the will. It's just pinpointing and honing in and highlighting the things that will increase your willpower. I think those are great tips. Do you have any additional tips for health professionals? Yes, you guys are very busy. And I want to thank you, um, especially during this COVID time, for all your help. You are the frontliners. You are in the face of what is going on, and you are there serving us. You are servant leader at best. And I thank you for, um, you know, I'm very grateful for what is what you do. You're very busy. You're on your feet. You gotta support a whole, a whole family, and my advice is for you to continue to be at your optimal, for you to continue to be at your prime as you are working to help others get better and get well and be healthy. Is to actually consider some time for yourself. It's it's to actually um, cut out some time for yourself to take care of you, so that when you do present yourself, when you do go out to help, you are um, you are your best self because that, that's why you got into the field of service and giving back to other in the first place. And the opportunity to do that is is great to have a morning routine to actually get it going. But um, time alone, going for a hike, um, really calming calming the mind down and actually think is my tip, is really cutting out, carve out that time for yourself. Be it in the morning, give yourself 10 minutes. And pick one of those things to do for 10 minutes. That's all, start there. 
Yeah, you're right. It's so important. How would you say that the power of a habit can control your destiny? That sounds not only metaphysical, but, you know, it makes one wonder, wow, the habit is going to actually change my destiny. How do you mean that? Yeah, absolutely. Jim Rohn has a quote that says, you can't change your direction overnight, but you can't change your destiny overnight. Excuse me. Jim Rohn says you can't change your destiny overnight, but you can change your direction. And that's essentially what that means. And it it's looking at how you can, you have um, certain habits that will multiply. It's, it's, it, they com- it's a compound effect. You have the habit of not going to the gym. You have the habit of not drinking water in a quarter throughout the day. And so you get headaches, you get migraines, your, your skin is dry, you can't think properly, you get brain fog in the morning. That's a habit. And then it, you just you see where I'm going with this? It's like this spiral downward effect of negativity that eventually starts directing your, your, your life. Um, you have the habit of not exercising. You have the, the habit of not going to sleep early and waking up tired. Those, it, those are, that's the meaning of how a habit, it could start small, however small it is, but it can gratify, just gratify, just grow, grow to a point of affecting your every decision. Tiny habits will impact your overall life because it, it's a casting of vote towards who you want to be. It's casting a vote towards a better life or a healthier you, a more productive you, tiny, tiny little habits. How can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to hear more that you have to say and catch all these pearls that you're throwing? Absolutely. Yeah. Best way to connect with me is looneylewis.com. So spelled L-U-N-I-D-E. L-O-U-I-S dot com. And of course, wherever you're listening to Barbara's um, podcast, you can find my podcast called The Best Morning Routine Ever. And there also in the app store, you'll find the Hit Savers app and all that will link you right back to looneylewis.com. I do have a free giveaway for your audience. And they go on looneylewis.com. They will get a habit tracker. To actually, they'll get two things. They'll get a habit tracker to track their habits because you don't want to, you don't want to miss an opportunity to, 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 to stop controlling your destiny. And also there is a habit scoreboard that can outline, you list out all your current habits and then next to it, you put a plus or minus. So you can identify and assess where you are and then you can move forward in terms of what are health, what are good habits, what are bad habits. Well, thank you so much. It really has been an absolute delight having you here today. It's my pleasure. This has been another episode of Marketing Tips with Doctors with your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Till next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.